0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sales Team Rescue. I am your host, Jeremy Demerchant, and today we have another special guest. Dove Gordon helps consultants get ideal clients by becoming the -the under-the-radar leaders in their industry. Now, Dove, you and I met, it's been a few years now, uh, the first time, and uh, we've spent a lot of time together over the last year and a half. And I will tell you, from my experience, you are a master of connection, of networking, of building relationships, and that's the core of what you do is, is helping people build those relationships, strong relationships, not just the "I've got five thousand Facebook friends" relationships, but ones that matter, and turn those into profitable business relationships. So, Dove, welcome to Sales Team Rescue.
1: Thanks for having me, Jeremy. Now,
0: I'm excited to dive in because you shared a concept with me that not only can help the solopreneurs, the consultants, people that um, are running a very lean shop to to grow their business and add, well, hundreds of thousands of dollars to their income, but something that can be applied to not only large companies with teams, but I would say potentially even specific team members, if they really want to take that initiative within the company. So um, I, I, first, before we dive into that, tell us a little bit about you and what brought you here today.
1: Um, I've been doing versions of what I do for 20 years now, probably, you know, uh, which is, uh, coaching consulting. Um, I'd say the first seven, maybe eight years was, uh, quite the uphill slug, you know, just, uh, pushing the boulder up the hill and have it roll back down and repeat. Uh, I seem to be, I, I seem to have a knack for suffering through certain things and then really, uh, distilling what what I learned as a result in a way that can help others. You know, I, uh, I, I can't, uh, I can't save you from, you know, everything, but there are some things that, you know, everyone's got to got to have their, their part in life and, and um, have their own suffering, but we can all learn from our own experiences and, and share what we've learned with others and, and make their journey that just that much easier uh, or smoother in certain areas. And that seems to be, that seems to be what life is largely about. So, uh, you know, I've been fortunate to be able to uh, learn some lessons uh, and share that with other people. Um, What I've been doing over the last 10 years primarily is growing my own business through a a network that I've uh, created. We started with a handful of people. We grew to um, a couple of hundred uh, and I've been leading that. Um, You know, that's been the source of of almost all of my business is, is people Colleagues, we introduce each other, promote each other to our audiences, our connections and so on. You've been a member for a while. Um, uh, I actually ran that for free for a number of years. And uh, then I took a scary decision to, for me, it was one of the, uh, the scariest decisions, which was to decide to, to charge something for it. Not a, a very large amount, you know, one to $2,000 a year, but um, it's, uh, it was enough that I was afraid of losing everybody. Uh, you know, every now and then you take a leap, you you reach a crossroads, and you feel like, okay, this is the right thing to do. Uh, I might lose everything. You have to become comfortable with losing everything. I think, you know, and and that's a big part of being able to make your way across. To, to, and I genuinely got to the place where I said, look, if I lose everything, if nobody wants to talk to me anymore, if everybody leaves, then fine. Um, you know, somehow I'll make it through. But fortunately we really, you know, we had a, um, a significant number of people, um, who did continue and, um, and we've, you know, we've doubled since then. And I expect, you know, we're, we're growing at a healthy clip. So that's good. Uh, that, that experience really, led me to sharpen the focus of my own consulting and coaching, which is uh, now focused around ProfitableRelationships.com and helping other consultants and small firms or medium-sized firms to build their own networks. I call it an alchemy network. And the idea, as I think you mentioned in the introduction, the idea is is that you become what I think of as an under-the-radar leader in your industry. You know, uh, we all look around and we, there are plenty of models for how to become a celebrity guru type uh, in your industry. Uh, And it seems that we're all hearing about how to do that. However, the problem is, and I would estimate this, that the vast majority of people don't really want that. I think the vast majority of people uh, really are interested in having a good good, nice income, doing great work with great clients, uh, great income, and some freedom and time to enjoy it. They're not necessarily interested in putting themselves up on a pedestal and putting themselves out in the public uh, in in that kind of way. Um, It doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It's just not for everybody's personality. And those of us who have kind of tried to figure things out, and, and then those are all the models that we see, and perhaps we've uh, kind of followed along that path and only to be able to get so far and then we start to feel like this is this is not me this doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. So the good news is to that you know I, I eventually figured out that there are other options and and this has been a great option for me. P, anybody who is selling something of relatively high value um where there's an educational component involved whether relationships involved uh, often it could be something that it could, you know you need to cultivate the relationship over time. There may be a long sales cycle. Anybody in that situation where perhaps um, uh, a lot of your business comes from introduction, from referral, from others, you know, the problems with referrals is that you don't have control unless you have a system. Problem with relationships is that you can't scale relationships. They take time. And when you form your own alchemy network, as I call it, that enables you to, to do something between like everything is one-to-one and scale, which is not really, it's not a real thing to scale relationships, but there's leverage. You can leverage relationships. And again, I'm giving you a high level view. So, you know, if, you tell me where you want to take it.
0: I'm, I'm excited. Cause this, this is awesome. And and I, like, for me, um, like I can jump on a Facebook live and talk for a little bit and like people will get interested, but where the magic happens and where the big ticket sales happen for me is in those one-on-one conversations um, that might be two, three, four, five, ten 10 conversations over a certain amount of time, like from within just the group in, in your, your mastermind, um, some of the most profitable business relationships have come from that group. And it's just part of it is me showing up every single time and contributing whenever I have something of value to contribute and just being in that mix um, creates a higher level of trust and I've learned that whether it's you know in in your group or, or in any other kind of networking group so the idea of bringing that but with some strategy around it to um, you know sales teams or corporations I think is almost like the, the opposite of what most people try to try to do like we talk about how do we bring the, the big business advantage to the little guys? But really what you're doing is talking about bringing the small business advantage to the big guys.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a great way of framing it. Um, Here's, here's what happens a lot of times. uh, I'm sure you'll, you'll confirm this is that often you're talking to somebody and they say, you know, Jeremy, I love what you're talking about. It's a great idea. We really should do this, but we're just so busy. We've got so much, we just can't take on anything new. Please get back to me in six months. And I'm sure that Around then, we'll be ready. And you know, you're not a, you're not a slacker, so you put a little note in your calendar. And five months later, you, you you get back to them and say, "Hey, it's Jeremy. You wanted to get a talk now. You thought it'd be a better time." And they say, "Oh, Jeremy, I'm so sorry. I wish you'd gotten back to me a few weeks ago. We just went with this other competitor of yours, right?" So what happened there? Yeah. What happened there is obviously they kind of the you never establish a deep relationship. Now, what could you do? You've got options. I mean you could add them to your email list and that's a great thing to do, you know, of course with their permission. Mm-hmm. Um and then you're sending them emails, you know, maybe on a, every day, every week, whatever is a, a good rhythm. Mm-hmm. And that's good and definitely do that. The the problem is that it's a one-way communication and they're probably missing most of them, right? You can also send them articles or books or stuff that just reminds them that you exist, right? Mm-hmm. Also a good thing to do. The problem is it's also a one way relationship and it often feels awkward and forced. You're trying to figure out what should I send them, or like, hey, I saw this and I was thinking about you. And I, you know, Mm -hmm. and they may have zero interest in it right now because you don't really know what's going on on their end anymore. So there is a an alternative that's that's uh and that is you you tell them, Hey, look, I I get it, everything you shared makes sense, and we will definitely explore this uh, in about six months. In the meantime, I want to invite you to a highly curated network that I lead of people like you, precisely the kind of people that you would definitely want to be having more conversations with, comparing notes with. They're, they're where you are, slightly ahead of you, maybe some slightly behind you in some ways on a very similar path. This is the idea behind it. And it's only 1000 or $2,000 a year, so you don't have any budget problems with it. And that's really just so that I know that everybody wants to be there. Um, I just want, I'd like to invite you to join us, you know, and, and it's not another obligation. And that's, that's really important that people recognize that this is not another obligation that you're creating, uh, but you're, it's an, it's a resource. It's another thing. It's not like BNI. It's not about networking, mm-hmm. although lots of networking happens, Right. but you know, it it's really, it's about relationships. It's not about, networking. It's about really getting to know people and becoming, you know, um, be, becoming a source of value. They, I hate that word because it's so general, but but really becoming a, an influence in other people's lives and they becoming an influence in your lives, in your life. Okay. <laughs> just, you know, just one, you, most of <laughs> us, right? And and seeing how that actually, and, and, and things are better as a result. We all know that, you know, with all the online connections we have and, and Facebook friends and so on, it's the people that we actually have conversations with. Even if it's a conversation remotely like this, like we've had many conversations, but we've never mm-hmm. met in person yet.
0: Yet. Yeah.
1: That's right. So um, uh, it's, the, it's those relationships where you come to trust somebody, where you come to understand where are they, where are they headed? Uh, that's really what leads to to real to real business and and when you form a network that's comprised of well-placed people across your industry you have you know 20 50 100 150 members and and you become that under the radar industry leader you don't have to be famous you don't have to be the, the you know the charismatic guru type if you're famous within amongst the right people, that's like having backdoor access to your ideal client's offices. Now, once you're leading this network, it's like it, when you own the network, I like to say it's like owning the casino. You have an edge because now you want anything else you want to do, you've got leverage. You want to run a podcast, you've got – this is like the golden platform. Podcasting with a network goes beautifully together because some of the people you talk to might be great, uh, great members in your network. Uh, some of the people in your network will help you get out word about the podcast, right? Uh, you want to write a book, you want to rebrand yourself, whatever that means, right? Anything you want to do becomes easier when you have a network comprised of what, you know, really well-placed people across your industry. And this could be a, a network of colleagues. It could be a network of ideal clients. I have two networks now. One is comprised of colleagues, people like me and you. Um, and the other is comprised of my ideal, uh, clients and those are consultants solo as well as uh, as well as firms who are looking for ways to leverage referrals and relationships and introductions uh, because that's a big part of how their best clients come to them and uh, so we you know things are a little bit different but um, the a lot of the foundational principles are the same and that's 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 what that's what the the idea is is that. Um, Instead of focusing on being famous, you focus on cultivating, curating a network of the right people, being valuable to them, being valuable to those who can be valuable to you. And then you, you lay out or develop a small number of powerful systems where you're in touch with the right members at the right time. You make it easy for them to introduce you to new people and so on and so forth. And it just flows from there. Hmm.
0: See, this is, this is phenomenal because even like the, the existing group that, that I'm in um, it's so it, you can't
1: explain my, the JVMM network. JVMM.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, So being in JVMM, it's hard to explain like to describe the value other than saying, Oh yeah, it resulted in a bunch of business, but there's this, comfort and confidence and security in knowing that you have a network. And if you need to have a question answered, you can reach out to all these colleagues and get all these different perspectives from different industries, different geographic areas. Um, And it's it's just so nice. It's like, as if if you actually had the power that you feel like should be behind having 5,000 Facebook friends, but it's in a group that actually cares. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know, it was inspired, this was inspired at least in part by an article that I read in, um, I believe it was the mid-90s, about Penn Jillette. He's the uh, verbose half of Penn and Teller. And what I remember reading, this is when most of us were just getting email or maybe had it for a year or two. And I read about how he had this listserv of friends. Uh, there a couple of dozen people when they had this listserv conversation going on and any, anytime he could, you know, anytime day or night he could send out an email and get, and, and a conversation would get going and, and everybody would benefit from that. And it was only people that he invited. It was curated. And, and that's, you said it's hard to describe. Um, a big part of the reason for that is because it is curated. And this is something that I tell my clients as I'm helping them, you know, design and then launch lead and leverage slash monetize their 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 own networks the value that you're bringing is really found in two places curation and conversation by curating who actually gets in your network uh that's that's tremendous value Uh, and number two is conversation you make it easy for them to really have to have real conversations get to know each other because all of us need to, to learn things in order to get where we want to go. There are things we need to learn. But most of what we need to learn is not going to be found in another book. It's not going to be found in another article, another course, and so on. Although we, of course, do need to continuously learn you know, in that way as well. But what really makes a difference is when we have a deeper understanding of things we already know. And to get that deeper understanding of things you already know, you've got to have conversations with colleagues, people who are on a similar path. You've got to have conversations with mentors, people who have done what you want to do, and this is what happens in um, in in an alchemy network when you curate. I mean, just recently, I don't know if you you know, uh, I, I I don't know if you know this, but I I actually turned away from JvM, a guy who's I asked, you know, I'm guessing he's worth about a hundred million dollars, and I turned him away because it, well. He sold out his company. He had a, he had a startup and he sold it for about three hundred and thirty million dollars. I think about twelve years ago. <clears throat> so let's figure he had partners, investors, uh, and he definitely had to pay the IRS. So let's say he ended up with fifty, right? Mm. You know, over twelve years, if he's got some good investment opportunities, maybe got it back up to a hundred, perhaps. So um, anyway, roughly, right? Mm. So we were talking. Somebody introduced us because he's looking to get into mentoring business owners and that's um that's good i mean we had a good conversation at the very end uh, and i had like another minute or two before my next meeting was going to join you know join me in that zoom room and um he he was he had taken out his credit card and he was about to start signing up to the the jv amendment and then he said to me said, so will will you promote me to your email list and i said probably not really thinking anything of it and then he pulled back. So, probably why not? Yes. I said, well, I would need to see what it is. And we need to make sure the timing's right and the message, you know, that, that it's a good fit. But presumably it will be. And if yes, then. And so he's like, well, and he started pulling back. And so we continued via email because my next meeting showed up. So he sent me an email saying, Hey look, I'm not trying to be difficult, but you know, I've been screwed before and you know, like if you're not willing to commit that you would promote me to your email subscribers, and how do I know that anything else you say? Like how do I know this is really worth anything and blah blah blah. And I realized that this guy did not get what our network was about. We talked, we connected, he seemed like it seemed like things were on track, but fortunately, we had this little, you know, this happened. I got this clarity before you know, it was too late. So I responded to him. I said, look, um, I'm not going to promise to promote you just so that you join the list to convince you to join, uh, to join the network, because that's not what the network is about. What the network is, is, is these kinds of people who have these kinds of interests and these kinds of, you know, experience and, and place in life. And if it's a fit, You're welcome to join. And then you begin to build relationships with people and look for ways to mutually benefit each other. But I'm not promising that anybody's going to promote you. You have to do that yourself. Uh, And if that's not what you want, then it's not a fit. And I'm not going to chase you. I'm not going to try to convince you that you should join. Uh, You know, and I said something that uh, I don't remember the wording precisely, but uh, Marie's response was like, look, I don't feel the need to, to prove the value. I talk to some people and they get it and they, and they want to join and it's a fit and they join. And I talk to other people and it's not a fit and that's fine. And I said, like, if you do feel that it is a fit, we do need to talk again though, because, you know, and look, some people will wonder like, why are you spending all this time uh, curating? It's, and they're not spending it off. And they're, not, it's, they're not paying a lot of money. Right. It's not a huge. you know, some people wouldn't spend that much time for that little money. And the answer is because the value that I gain from this is much greater than that annual membership. Also, you know, I'm, I'm, my goal is that people will stay with me for a hundred years and, you know, over a hundred years, it'll definitely be worth it. Right. Mm -hmm. But um, seriously, like the, the value is much greater because we have, when you bring together the right kinds of people, you have the experience that you just, that you described. And also, a lot of people do promote me, I promote them, and that way our audiences grow and we're all able to sell more of what, what we are best at because there are more people in your audience who will never buy it from you, but they might buy it from me and vice versa, and the same for everybody else. And, and I just want to emphasize there's different models for building an alchemy network. This happens to be, we're talking about a colleague network where you're building a network of colleagues. Earlier, I was talking about a network of ideal clients, and the third option is a network of recommenders so that 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 could work in the corporate world where let's say you you know have a client who sells consulting that's uh you know two hundred thousand dollars up to low seven figures and you know most of his clients are half a billion dollar corporations and up so you're talking to the CEO probably uh, if it's going to be, and and his projects really involve a number of different departments. So the CEO is probably going to at least be involved and certainly at the higher end, but it's hard to reach, right? Uh, Definitely hard to reach because often in his case, the CEO doesn't fully understand he deals with new product development, right? So often the CEO is the one who's frustrated with the slow pace and the higher cost, but doesn't fully understand the causes. So we've designed and, and he's been leading a network comprised of R&D directors who are much easier to reach, but they, you know, and then he can help bring them together, help them have some success to the point where they have the confidence to go to the CEO or whoever the real decision maker is and say, hey, we got to bring Mike in because look what he helped us do here. And now the next stage involves other, co- other departments we've got to, you know, and, you know, so, so that's the what I mean by recommenders.
0: Gotcha. This is, it's so interesting. Cause like, there's so, so many ways that you can use relationships and I shouldn't say use, cause that's going to be taken all the wrong way, but leverage yeah. that you can maximize. Right. Um, yeah. Cause relationships are so powerful, but I'll be honest. I jumped on this. Like when, when we jumped on the interview, like I'm, I, I love what you talk about anyway. And I expect to be pretty excited, but I'm like 10 times excited, 10 times more excited than I thought I was going to be talking about this because, uh, this this alchemy network, they're just so I just see so many opportunities for so many people. Um, mm-hmm. So first, uh, I mean, I've got piles of questions and we don't have time to hit you with all of them. And I also don't want you to give away all the secret sauce uh, because I want people to go in and, and, and check this out. Um, but I want to mention this resource that you put together. Um, tell, tell us about this.
1: Well, I mean, the, the, I just really elaborate a bit more on some of the things we talked about, you know, profitablerelationships.com forward slash sales rescue, right? Um, A short video, just laying out some of the key stages involved in, in designing this and getting it up and running. So, and then, uh, you know, over, you know, we, we do have some more emails that go out with a few other videos that lay out, like for example, explaining that, that you, you you may want to have it at the. Uh, a network that's at the top of your funnel or in the middle of your funnel and explain that and some other things over time. And uh, people will get ideas. Uh, this is not rocket science. Having said that, you know, some people will say, hey, that's a great idea. Um, I could do that myself. Some people will say, that's a great idea. I'll do it myself, but I definitely would like to join your under the radar leaders network because I could see benefit in being part of others who are learning from it and me to ask questions and so on and some people will say hey dove let's do this i want you to guide me through this and then you know over about 90 days we get them to where they have their first 10 plus members um you know and are are bringing in um you know a nice a nice you know beginning that revenue stream because what's remarkable is so much of what you might be doing already for free, you can turn what you're doing for free in terms of the relationship marketing, the, the sales conversations you're you're having, any kind of uh, outreach you're doing, uh, you can turn it into a revenue stream. It may not be the biggest revenue stream, or it might be, depending on how big your your firm is. But if you're solo, it's it it could be significant, a significant percentage of your revenue, uh, anywhere from fifty, a hundred let's say $200,000 a year, these are not like exaggerated numbers. If you have 50 members paying you a thousand dollars a year, that's $50,000 for things that you're already doing for free for the most part. A hundred members, again, you're at at between hundred to 200 members. Now it could take you, you know, a year or two to, to, to grow that way. Uh, Depending on who you are and how you work, some people will be really fast. Some people will be slower depending on, you know, if you're, getting, letting your first members in for free, you you know, you might get there faster. So these are part of the, some of the strategies that, uh, and as well as tactics and systems that I help clients develop and, and implement. So thanks for the plug.
0: Yeah, no phenomenal, man. This is, I, I'm excited. I'm I'm going to be digging through this as we're off the call. Uh, so I want to now jump into the lightning round. So the lightning round, I've got a few very specific questions that are going to let our listeners and our viewers learn a little bit more about Dove Gordon. So first of all, as we all know, coffee's for closers. What is your favorite coffee or comparable
1: drink? Strong.
0: <laughs> I'm glad I had that swallowed. <clears throat> uh, strong coffee. All right.
1: Now, Strong coffee, pretty much whatever. Yeah. You know, pick- <laughs> the good
0: stuff. Yeah.
1: I mix in decaf uh, cause I like it strong.
0: Yeah. Oh really? Oh wow.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Okay. Uh, so what is one book or movie you would recommend to somebody to help them? I mean, I would normally say improve their sales or be a better sales leader, but in the context of what you do, I think this relationship piece is so valuable. So I'm going to spin the question on you with like zero notice. What's a book or movie you'd recommend to somebody that Amplifies or emphasizes the the power of relationships or how to how to leverage them effectively from a business
1: perspective um, I remember of so many books uh, <laughs> you know or a movie i mean I'm, somebody recently recommended to me the um the john adams documentary series h b o and you know and w- what stands out it's it's really interesting to see how uh he was he was obviously very brilliant and um di- you know really dedicated um, but he lacked to some degree he lacked a certain polish like interpersonal polish and like you, you see how uh, i've also you know started reading the book um that's based on david McCullough, i believe is how you pronounce his name uh so like you know he he wasn't you know he wasn't a, a, a you know a socially I mean he was he was very good but he wasn't as polished as Benjamin Franklin who was uh kind of kind of mentoring him so when he when he had come to the congress in Philadelphia he was very forceful in trying to win people over with facts and logic and over time Benjamin Franklin helped him realize that facts and logic are important but you've got to also you've got to have relationships with people that um that helps kind of transcend and grease the, and sometimes that's more, that happens more slowly. And just seeing that play out and it, it, it for me at least to just reaffirm certain things, because sometimes you wonder, like, is, you know, I, I think in many ways I have a similar approach. You know, you, you t- tend to think that facts and logic is what matters. And sometimes you're surprised when it doesn't. So now I will say that everybody, I think everybody thinks that they're interested in facts and logic, just that they have a different idea about what the facts and logic are. So the relationships definitely do matter.
0: You know, I I was listening to somebody speak about uh, marketing and identifying your ideal client. And they said that ideally you find an audience that has an illogical level of passion towards solving this problem yeah like they're so fired up that the logic's not gonna matter if it feels like it's getting solved and it was very interesting because i'd never heard it said quite like that before uh, but but it makes sense right there's things that i will spend money on that i can't rationalize logically but i'm so fired up about it whether it's the latest tech gadgets or networking mm-hmm. group or or whatever right I mean, yeah like like I mean,
1: rational passion is how i've heard it described rational passion
0: yes yes yeah that's yeah awesome like fishing
1: awesome. fishing and golf and
0: <laughs> right yeah I've, i i have two go- sets of golf clubs and i've only golfed like eight times in my life so it, it doesn't even make it's
1: sense. eight times more than i did
0: <laughs>
1: uh I, I did mini golf a couple of times but mini golf i don't think golf? that counts
0: <laughs> it depends on who you're asking um who is someone that you consider to be a mentor in your life
1: um I've had quite a number as well, but uh, I'll give a shout out to to David Nagel, who uh, I was uh, I was I was in a program with him a number of years ago, and and he's he's always struck me as a genuine good person with a lot to offer, and um, it was it was uh, it was it was it was time and money well spent. So
0: excellent, excellent.
1: You you've come across David.
0: Um, I've I've heard the name, but I haven't. I, I have not met him, um, but now I'm going to look him up.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, go ahead.
1: No, I'm yeah. I'm ready for the next You're one. Ready?
0: You're ready for the next one? Yeah. All
1: right. I, I hope.
0: <laughs> what is the strangest thing you do in your daily routine to keep you on your game?
1: I don't know if it's strange, but I. I have been getting up at uh, five, five five thirty AM and doing some, uh, some journal writing. So I don't know if it's strange, but uh, that's, that's what I, I, I find I've got, to, I've got to clear my head on a regular basis or I, I just become unproductive.
0: Yeah, I, I would, I'd support that idea. I, mean, I, I just, I just started at 4 AM just, last week. So these are just,
1: gotta, you know, pages and pages of, Clearing my head,
0: you know. There's a lot of power in that, right? Like, there's there's a lot to be said for journaling daily.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And and you know, I mean, because the way I think about it is, we've got all these thoughts colliding in our heads, and but when you when you've got to take a pen and write one word after another, you're forcing the thoughts to line up. You know, you're forcing yourself to uh, to ask questions and then come up with answers. I, it's, it's very difficult to do that without the focus of writing. Mm. So it, it may not be for everybody, but it sure helps for me.
0: I, I think I need to add it back into my routine. Yeah. I've, I've gotten off track with it. So awesome. That's a great suggestion. My final question, the lightning round for you, my friend is how do you define success?
1: How do I define success? Um, I I guess, you know, I mean, I guess, look, I think, I think what we all want in life is the freedom to do what we want to do when we want to do it. Um, We will all have that to some or to some more or less degree. Uh, You know, it's not clear to me that, I mean, for example, I'm just, you know, let's say Elon Musk, Does he have the freedom to do what he wants to do what he wants to do. it? He's got the money to do it. Right. But, you know, I'm sure, you know, I remember a year or so ago when he was working 90 hours or more a week, sleeping on the floor in his office, apparently, I doubt he felt very free, mm. you know, and he has, I did see some video pop up. I don't think I watched it, but the, about the title was like, you don't want my life. Right. So what does success really mean? You know, uh, on the other hand, he's doing meaningful work in his mind. I don't have a clue why we need to be on Mars, but, i definitely can see that he believes it right so um success i think is to the is to be doing meaningful work to be continuously improving ourselves and to really um i guess to assert it's to be to be free and to lead others to freedom and freedom you know of course we can we can you can say well what does freedom mean but then we start going in circles and I, I suspect this is supposed to be the lightning round, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now that that's great though. Freedom. I, I think that summarizes a lot of things that sometimes people can't put into words. So thank you. Yes, that was very insightful. So Dova, I want to thank you for being on the show. Those of you that are watching, those of you that are listening, that are catching the replay or watching us live, um, or listening on the podcast, be sure to go to profitablerelationships.com forward slash sales rescue to download the resource that Dove has for you to to give you uh, a more in-depth pers- uh, understanding of exactly what an Alchemy, uh, Alchemy Network is and how it can work for you. And if you want some support doing it, of course, Dove will be happy to help you out. Um, I'm excited to, to dig into it because I'm all fired up now. You're it's a good thing. It's a long weekend for most of my clients, because I'm going to be completely distracted by your content for the next four days. So thank you.
1: It, it's not ahead. that much, but <laughs> 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 oh, feel I'll free to digging. email me if we get stuck.
0: Okay. Okay. I will do. We'll do. Awesome. Well, dope. thank Thanks you so much. Um, and for those of you that are watching, uh, be sure to catch this replay and previous replays over at SalesTeamRescue.com If you want to check the latest, episode that's live on the podcast. That is also there as well. And if you want to book a sales team strategy session with me, that link as well is over at salesteamrescue.com. We will see you right here in Headspace TV next Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Guys, remember, get uncomfortable, get results. Cheers. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own
1: high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com.